What's up, y'all? Um, I'm back, and it's Friday, and I think everything's cool, right? Man, I'm tired. I know I tell you that all the time, but I am, and I think because I'm about to be a year older this weekend that I just wanted to, to be old and say that. Now, I feel good. I feel good as far as my youth goes, but I am tired. I don't know how I still look young. Sometimes I'll be like, I know it's my mom's jeans because ain't no way, ain't no way the way I be feeling inside. But anyway, um, today I went and got a pedicure and I don't like pedicures. (laughs) It's not that they hurt. It's just, and then I get gel nails and I have like big feet. So I have to like hold my feet under that thing and it's just the whole thing I have like long toes the whole thing and then I was super tired when I went and I got like white which I never get white but I just said give me white gel nails and I get gel nails because they like last forever but the lady was like why everybody get gel let me not do the Asian accent but she asked me why do everybody get gel nails I mean white nails I was like I don't know why people get white nails I don't like small talk and I know I talk and chit chat with you guys all the time because you're my friends but I don't like when people feel like they have to have small talk with you like I'm good with silence too and I know that that seems unusual because I talk to you guys a lot but it's true I would prefer to sit in silence and yeah but no I went and got my pedicure I went to the gym I went to the grocery store and I got me a couple of outfits to wear this weekend because that's literally the only way I'm gonna leave my house because you know you need some motivation so I got me a birthday outfit it wasn't it went not expensive because I'm very cheap I'm not shopping at Shein though Shein is like Shein is facing Rico charges man <laughs> she went from human trafficking to like now they're facing Rico racketeering charges. It's really crazy what they got going on, but uh, yeah, <clears throat> let's get into this news and don't worry about the dings and the dongs in the background, they're not ding dongs. I know that was corny. Let's see, what do we got here? Lisa Marie Presley, the only child of rock and roll icon Elvis Presley, died of complications from a bowel obstruction. Dang, man, she was not pooping. This be scaring me because I be constipated. Now y'all gonna make me go home and take some x Cause I ain't gonna go forever. I, I definitely go like once or twice a week. I don't go enough. Um, but I haven't been, I haven't been eating a lot either because it's my birthday. So of course I'm going to starve myself, but I, that was not a way to go is the whole balance. Obstru- and then that's kind of crazy. Cause didn't Elvis like die on a, a freaking toilet too? That's weird. See? conspiracy strikes back again (sighs) Arizona Republican refers to black American people as color people on the house floor funny Uh, he got a rebuke from the Congressional Black Caucus see what else we got The SAG uh, people are on strike for unjust 
Dresher, the nanny, in our nanny voice, she said, if we don't stand tall right now, we're going to all be in jeopardy of being replaced by machines. You know what, friend? Because the way some of y'all act, like, honestly, like, y'all acting skills, and I'm not saying her, I would rather see AI. I would rather see an AI than another Ben Affleck. Honestly, if somebody replaced Ben Affleck with an AI character, I would be celebrating. I mean, because did you guys not see Spider-Man? It was, those characters were good. They were better to me. Their expressions and everything, actually better than the real life actors. Because some of y'all actors, unless you're like a well-seasoned actor, some of y'all acting skills is trash. Uh... Let's see what else. <laughs> Some of the stuff I see on my timeline be absolutely crazy. Somebody said, <laughs> and this was super funny. They were like, and to me, because my humor is trash, but they were like, when did little people get invented, aka dwarfs or dare I say midgets because you know you can't say that but they said they did not see any little people during slavery and (laughs) but I did I mean we didn't see little people during slavery so when were they put on the map that is an interesting or did the slave master say no little people because back then if there were little people it probably paid to be small because they're like I can't use that dude I mean, you know what I'm saying? And and I can go down a whole rabbit hole on this because what if you just would have had a bunch of little people slaves? I mean, they would have... Let me stop. Because see, I'm about to say some crazy stuff. This is bad when you talk. When I'm tired, my brain be like going like... <laughs> it be doing some loops, bro. Uh, nearly two-thirds of Tinder user surveys said they were already in a relationship with someone, some being married sounds about right sounds about right Uh, let's see what else we got Recre heat is expected to build across the southwest this weekend with many spots projected to hit 110 degrees Northern Michigan City is investigating after a local hair salon posted on social media that anyone identifying as other than a man or woman is not welcome in her business. It must be a slow news day today, which is good. Another day without mass shootings. Knocking on wood, thank God. Um, because yeah. People were, who's whose cancer research group says it is categorizing aspartamine or aspartame, whatever. The artificial sweetener found in Diet Coke is a possible carcinogen. So I know a lot of y'all are addicted to Diet Coke. I think this stuff is gross, but be aware. Fentanyl is still trying to be stopped. Um, I 
Yeah, it's kind of a quiet news day. I mean, it's a bunch of random news, but nothing that I feel like you guys could use. And most of it that I read to you ain't anything you can use. But let's see what these celebrities are doing. Robert De Niro's grandson, a woman is arrested in connection with his death. So he's got this like 20 something year old grandson. I guess he had like a fentanyl overdose or something. So yeah. What else we got? Kevin Costner's lawyer says his estranged wife is robbing him blind. Well, if you marry somebody rich and you divorce them, that's kind of what happens. FBI finds 40 skulls, human remains in the home of a Kentucky man linked to trafficking ring. Authorities asked the man whether anyone was in the residence before searching his response. Only my dead friends. (laughs) That dude knew he was going down. He was, I mean, he, he already knew what was up. Some people almost want to be caught. It's kind of the same like Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, toward the end, he just started... Like, they almost get obsessed when people stop talking about him. Richard Simmons is still alive. He's 75. Remember when he was missing? Like, nobody had saw him. Well, they weren't there no more. He's, he's still alive. He's 75. Yeah. Let's see what the Redditors are talking about. Slow news day. Do women really expect men to pay on dates? I feel like if you ask me out, you should pay. I, I always offer, but I mean, if you be like, let's split the cost, that's cool. But you're probably not going to be my man. Um, somebody said, I expect whoever invited the person to be the one to pay. Someone asked me the other day, I expect them to pay. Yep. I'm, bi- I bi- I'm bisexual. I usually pay if I ask someone to go somewhere with me. What does that mean? That don't even make sense. A lot of women do expect it, guys. <laughs> what is a? I don't even. I'm not even gonna read that. What's something a guy does in bed that's a turn off? Are you saying during intimacy? Because if you. If you like lay in the bed and like just scratch your balls all day, that I do not like that. It's yuck to me. Um, somebody said talking about the size of his wanker, neglecting foreplay, pushing to do something I've already said I'm not comfortable doing, not being willing to be dominant. Um, saying he knows I had an orgasm when I didn't, saying things like good girl. <laughs> Somebody, I, I read in one of these that some of y'all women like when dudes say weird stuff like that. Calling it sexy time. It's 
skipping foreplay, having no patience when it comes to pleasing me, calling himself daddy, always wanting to be submissive, and the worst thing of them all, looking bored and uninterested while pleasing me. Dang, how are you looking bored? That's crazy. Slaps my vagina or clit. Yeah, that is, that's that porno stuff. That's what I'm saying. A lot of men watch pornos and think like, oh, she'll love this. And it really ain't. It's really not the move. The men are like starting off strong. Should a man shave his balls or not? And why? I don't really care about balls. I don't touch them. Somebody said if you want it licked, it will be shaved. My wife. <laughs> I go half and half. Um, shave, dude. I lay. Dang, you laser your balls. Yeesh. I don't even believe that. Thing like that, it hurt. Lest you get some numbing. And then men ain't. That's weird. I prefer my shade. It feels cleaner. I mean, there you have it. Interesting. Yeah, a lot of these are kind of lame tonight, too. So let's just trash this and get on to our story times. As usual, I can never remember what I downloaded for you guys, but it should be interesting to say the least. Let's see here. to kill in the mind control training and then it's done in a way so that you know that there's no way out you cannot not do it if you don't do it it's worse for the victim so you feel like you do it out of mercy you have to do it but before leaving the network so when I, when this deal was struck the deal was that I had to go through what they call an exit ritual that is to say that I had to kill a child and again, I'm 11. I was 11 years old, and I knew very well that that was the last thing on earth I wanted to do. But I also knew that if I would say no, that it would be worse for her. So the title of that was "My Mother Pimped Me Out to Satanic Pedophiles." There you have it. 
Imagine murdering an escort that you hired, never getting caught, and being deemed a potential serial killer by the authorities. Trigger warning for graphic descriptions. 20-year-old Shelby Thornburg was the happiest she had ever been. She had lost over 180 pounds and had moved to Houston, Texas in hopes of becoming a model. She even met a man named Marcus Dwayne Johnson, who she told her family was her boyfriend. She told her family that he would give her lavish gifts and even got her an apartment in a high-rise. Shelby was getting closer and closer to her dreams of becoming a model. However, she felt like she needed to get a tummy tuck and breast augmentation surgery in order to feel fully confident. As we all know, the surgeries are very expensive, so Shelby became a high-end escort in hopes of getting the money fast. She would advertise her services on a website called Backpage and would meet up with her clients in private. On November 4th, 2015, Shelby received a message of a man who wanted to hire her for the night, and she agreed. At 8.40, Shelby texted Marcus their code word, which meant that everything had gone as planned. Unfortunately, that was the last text message that she sent to him and would not respond afterwards. Marcus became concerned and went to her home around 10 p.m., and he found a gruesome scene. Shelby was found lifeless, nude, face down with a five inch deep cut on her neck that left her nearly decapitated. Marcus immediately called the authorities and reported what he saw. Marcus became a prime suspect, however, he was ruled out fairly quick after they obtained his alibi. What was discovered about Marcus was that he was in fact not her boyfriend, but believed to be her pimp. This led authorities to search into the man that she met that night as their next big suspect. Luckily, their biggest suspect was caught on the CCTV footage of Shelby's apartment. They were able to trace back the device that the suspect was using to get in contact with Shelby, but unfortunately it led them to a burner phone. They then discovered that this suspect has a type and was specifically reaching out to women who were small, blonde, fair, and young. All of this, plus the fact that this guy supposedly went into Shelby's apartment, had intercourse with her, took her life and was able to not leave a shred of DNA evidence or any other type of evidence, walk out into the lobby like nothing happened and not have a speck of blood on him, make the authorities believe that this is an experienced killer and may be targeting people that look like Shelby. As you can see also on the CCTV footage is that he's wearing sunglasses even though it's nighttime. He wore them going in and exiting the building, so it was clear that he did not want to be recognized. Despite the CCTV footage, this guy, who is believed to be the prime suspect of Shelby's murder, is still on the loose and was never caught. So please, if you recognize anyone that looks like these photos, call the- That was wild. Pertaining to whether Mr. Williams is the biological father of 11-month-old Chelsea Mellerson, it has been determined by this court and Mr. Williams, you... Do you want to watch Paternity Court on TV? Go to paternitycourt.tv to find your local listings. In the case of Mellerson v. Williams merit pertaining to whether Mr. Williams is the biological father of 11-month-old Chelsea Mellerson, it has been determined by this court and Mr. Williams... You are not the father. In the case of Mellerson v. Williams Merritt, pertaining to whether Mr. Merritt is the biological father, it has been determined by this court, Mr. Merritt, 
you are not the father. Well, I know who it is. Ms. Mellerson, you could have saved I'm us 100%. all. I didn't, I'm saying, I'm not coming up here trying to, you know, sit here and say, you know. So you're doing a problem. You're saying, basically what you're saying. I did not process know. Of elimination, you really didn't right. know. And now that these two are I know out, 100%. You know. I, I know 100%. You know what? That's the most important thing. Now, what you do with that truth is going to really be the testimony of who you are. Because now it's time for you to take that truth. If you can establish a relationship with your daughter and her father, beautiful. But now you got the ball, right? I have delivered you the truth. Now I want you to figure out how to win, okay? And I know you have the strength to do it for your child, okay? Mm -hmm. All right, she's counting on you. And I'll be checking on you. And I'm not going to let her down. Bam! Court is adjourned. That's what I wanted to hear. That's it. Kind of disappointed, but you know, that's life. It was powerful. So that's the lady from yesterday. If y'all listen, he's not the father, but she says she knows who the father is, but she's been there twice. I would like to order a pizza. You called 911 to order a pizza? Uh, yeah. This is the wrong number to call for a pizza. But the caller wasn't really calling for a pizza. No, 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 you're not. I'm getting you now. It took just a moment for dispatcher Tim Tenike to realize this Ohio woman was making a secret plea in code. What apartment? The other guy still there? Yep. I need a large pizza. All right. How about medical? You need medical? No. What's pepperoni? All right. We'll get him going. Thank you. How did you know that this woman was speaking in code? She didn't go away from the story that she wanted a pizza. She stuck right to it. I knew there was something else going on. The dispatcher alerted police. Domestic violence, turn your sirens off before you get there. Caller ordered a pizza and agreed with everything I said that there was domestic violence going on. When police arrived, they found the 911 caller was a young woman who says she called 911 because her mother was being assaulted by a boyfriend. Tiffany Urban is the quick-thinking daughter who cooked up the secret pizza code. I was thinking to myself, okay, I need to call 911, but how do I get him to stay in the house so he will be taken out in handcuffs? And I just thought, pizza. Were you worried at first that the dispatcher wouldn't know what you were trying to do? I was worried. When I said, no, 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 like, I was like, don't hang up on me. Police arrested the boyfriend for domestic violence. All thanks to this clever daughter, an astute 911 operator who knew a call for pizza was really a cry for help. I thank him from the bottom of my heart. I would like to order a pizza. That's smart. I mean, I would have just hit him over the head, but that's smart. Mr. Child. child, right? And that's when I had texted him. See, that's the thing. I, I never knew. I never knew nothing about him. They were done. Okay, and this was the other lady before that so we're not getting back mr meredith evil son hires hitman to end the life of his beautiful mother what's up my urban crimers i got another crazy one for y'all tonight how y'all doing make sure to go ahead and hit that share button drop a like and hit that follow button for more true crime content
This is the terrible story of 45-year-old Yolanda Holmes. She was fatally shot by an unknown intruder as she slept in her own bed. This story takes place in Chicago, Illinois, known for its world-class restaurants, top-tier hotels, and elite entertainment venues. Yolanda Holmes was a beautiful mother who had a unique passion for hair. She was very popular in her Chicago community. She handed out school supplies to kids at her annual back-to-school drives while also running a busy salon, the Nappy Head Salon in Chicago. 23-year-old Carmaine Wilson was Yolanda's one and only son. She loved Carmaine dearly. Friends would say he lived a very lavish lifestyle. Whatever he wanted, his mom gave it to him. A new car, jewelry, and even a job at her salon whenever he needed one. Carmaine attended high school in Chicago and was very popular. Classmates would describe him as a cool guy who was always the center of attention. Carmaine was also an up-and-coming rapper in the community by the name of Young QC. He had many fans and was rising to stardom with his rap popularity. But no one knew what the evil young man was plotting behind closed doors. With Carmaine being her only son, he knew that he was the sole beneficiary in Yolanda's insurance policy. Police records show Kwame Googling different topics, like how much is the average insurance policy? And those same thoughts led him to do the unthinkable. One day, Kwame would meet up with his girlfriend, 23-year-old Lorena Johnson. He then called his friend, 22-year-old Eugene Spencer, to meet up with them also. Kwame would then explain to them about the plot he came up with to end the life of his mom. Eugene was skeptical at first, but after hearing about the life insurance money, he was all in. In the early hours of September 2nd, 2012, Lorraine Johnson would drive Eugene Spencer to the apartment of Yolanda Holmes. He would quietly break into the home and fatally shoot 45-year-old Yolanda Holmes as she slept in her own bed. He would then get into a struggle with her boyfriend, Curtis Wyatt, before stabbing him multiple times and knocking him unconscious. He would then call Carmaine to tell him that the job was done, but Wilson insisted that he went back in to stab her multiple times to make sure that she was dead. He would then flee the apartment and return to the getaway vehicle that Lorena Johnson was driving. Police responded to a frantic call of a woman being shot and stabbed. Upon arrival, police found 45-year-old Yolanda Holmes deceased in her apartment from her injuries. Her boyfriend, Curtis White, somehow managed to escape after gaining consciousness and was able to call 911. He stated that he initially was waking to the phone ringing and Yolanda speaking to someone. He then heard multiple gunshots and rushed to see what was going on. He stated after that that he tackled the intruder but was stabbed multiple times and passed out from his injuries. Around 6 a.m., Kumain Wilson would randomly come to his mother's apartment. He would then break down in tears as he found out that his mother had just been killed. In an attempt to cover up for himself, Kumain told police that he believed Wyatt was behind the murder. But police had no evidence that connected Wyatt to the murder.
days after her death, Quamaine Wilson would clear out his mom's entire savings account. He spent the money on flashy cars, clothes, and more jewelry to expand his lavish lifestyle. His family found it strangely odd that he wasn't showing any kind of remorse over his mother's death. But no signs indicated that Komain Wilson had anything to do with his mother's death. Weeks passed and no new leads or clues came up. Police worked every angle, including Yolanda's ex-husband, who was serving a life sentence for a double homicide. Police even believed Yolanda's murder was a possible payback. A year went by until phone records provided a possible clue for detectives. Police noticed a lot of activity on the phone during and after Yolanda's murder. Police would then discover that Kwame was actually talking to Eugene Spencer at the time of her murder. On December 23rd, 2013, police would track down Kwame Wilson. He was then detained and taken into custody for questioning. Kwame admitted that he knew Eugene from the neighborhood. He also identified the man entering the apartment the night of Yolanda's murder as Eugene Spencer. 22-year-old Eugene Spencer was then tracked down and taken into custody. He admitted that he had shot and stabbed 45-year-old Yolanda Holmes. He will also admit that Kwame gave him the gate code to enter the building. After further questioning, Eugene would then go on to tell them that Kwame Wilson planned the entire attack. Police then discovered that Kwame actually gave Eugene the gate code, the gun for the actual murder, and even changing codes as if to look like he lived in the apartment. Eugene will also tell detectives that he was offered $4,200 to kill Wilson's mother, but was only given $70 when the job was done. Now that's crazy right there. They also learned that Kwame's girlfriend, 23-year-old Lorena Johnson, was also an accomplice in the murder. She knowingly drove Eugene Spencer to and from the apartment for the murder. She was also arrested and charged. In January of 2020, Kwame Wilson was sentenced to 99 years in prison for the murder of his beautiful mom, Yolanda Holmes. He will have no possibility of parole. The shooter, Eugene Spencer, was sentenced to 100 years in prison. He will also have no possibility of parole. Lorena Johnson pleaded guilty to robbery and was served a seven-year sentence before she was released on parole. I send my thoughts and prayers out to 45-year-old Yolanda Holmes, her family, and close friends. This was an act of pure greed, jealousy, and hate. And may her name live on forever. Now, that was a... He cracked me up when he be reading his thing and he be like, Chicago, home of fine dining. And then he be like, let's get into this murder. But no, that was sick and then sad that that dude, I mean, his girlfriend, her wig was trash too. All that money he had, she had a wig where you couldn't even... Anyway, um, yeah, what a spoiled little brat, man. Jeez. There were bruises and scratches, and um, she would try to come to our house with makeup, and 
she would try to cover it up with makeup. You would see the um, foundation and everything trying to cover up her eyes, and, but we would tell. Still, the smooth-talking crooner was always able to charm his way back into Catherine's life. And Russell kept telling her, I've changed, won't do it. You know, we have a family, we need to be together. She always defended him. Oh, he's a good dad. He ain't no good dad, girl. But finally, enough is enough. Catherine's relationship with Russell is as washed up as his career. She was ready to, you know, do her own life by herself with her two kids. She put the kids in a new private school, homework in the morning. She had their lunches ready, breakfast ready. You know, you can tell how organized she was. She wanted them to succeed. It was a new beginning for Catherine and the kids. Happy Mother's Day! But call it mother's intuition, Mary saw something different the last time her daughter visited. When she left, that day she said, bye, Mom. It was kind of like, like when you turn the light off, like, like a little sun. It was like, she was saying goodbye, but she didn't realize what she was saying. It's an ominous premonition, and four days later would prove chillingly prophetic. A dedicated Hi-Fi fan catches a glimpse of Russell at the Houston Police Department. The fan excitedly snaps these shots of the faded superstar, who's waiting to speak to police about Catherine. He just kept saying they got in a fight and that she might need medical attention. But it's worse than that, much worse. Coming up, paramedics bust in on a bloodbath. The only thing I recognize about her, it was her teeth. Now back to our story on R&B singer Russell Neal and his fall from grace. Here's Andre Eisen. Chris, Russell Neal has started dating a beautiful fitness model named Catherine Martinez. The two quickly fell for each other. However, family and friends tell me they had a bad feeling from the start. There was something about him I didn't trust. Russell Neal could have been the perfect mentor for Catherine Martinez, a young girl reaching for the stars. And Russell knew what it took to be on top as a member of hit R&B group High Five. But Catherine's family was suspicious about Neil from the very start. After leaving her mom's house on June 28th, Catherine is nowhere to be found. That's the last time we heard from her. That's the last time we got a text message. You know, that's the last time any calls went out from her phone. Then, on July 1st, a cool and collected Russell Neal strolls into the Houston Police Department. What did you hear that he said? He just kept saying they got in a fight and that she might need medical attention. Paramedics race to the apartment that Catherine shares with her two young sons. What they find is the stuff of nightmares. What was done to her? How was she killed? Well, uh, she was uh, beaten and stabbed. Police say they find Catherine dead, bashed with a blunt object. And then there are the stab wounds, multiple strikes with a sharp object. Prosecutors don't want to compromise their case by saying what those objects are, but there's no doubt the assault is vicious. You couldn't tell it was her? You couldn't? No. And I was just hoping they had the wrong person because it didn't look like her. I mean, we all know she was beautiful, but that, it didn't look like her at all. This was savage. It, it was. It was it, overkill. It, it was overkill. 
And the ultimate low note to the horror, the sisters say Catherine's little boys are right there, locked in a room just feet from the ferocious attack. And their mother's brutally beaten body. They heard her screaming for her life. Yes. Her little boys. Yes. They were there. They were there when I And I believe one of them walked out because he talks to body. He has a... He has know. nightmares. Yes. He said dad had blood on his shoes and dad told him it was ketchup. At the county morgue, Catherine's mom is faced with something no mother should ever see. What did you see? It was, you know, you could have recognized. The only thing I recognized about her, it was her teeth, her mouth, her, you know, the 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 way she was smile. That's what I recognized from her. Her own daughter dead for days. Her heartache and rage all focused on one person. Did you immediately think of Russell? Yeah. Without question. I already know it was him. He was arrested. He turned himself in. After Russell's shocking admission to police, he refuses to say any more without a lawyer. He's charged with first-degree murder and released on a $100,000 bond. Then, Catherine's family's blood runs cold. Adding insult to their pain, they say Catherine's two little boys are left in the care of Russell's mom. They were with him the entire month. The man, their father, who killed their mother. Yes. The mother, his mother was letting them see him. He would uh, hide and come over there and let him take baths. And yep. that's, that CPS found that out and that's how they were removed. Yeah, that's how they were removed from her custody is because she had them together all the time. Child Protective Services immediately moves the boys into the care of Catherine's mom, Mary. Do they talk about him? No. No, they don't. I keep them busy. But then, two months later, a twist that turns the case on its head. Russell's bond is revoked. The reason? The crooner tells his bail bondsman he no longer answers to Russell Neal. His new name is Jesus Christ. Where is Russell? Okay. I used to like that group too, High Five. I, I was always wondering why they, like, most people have reunions and it's always somebody grimy like him that then messed it up for everybody else, dude. It's disgusto. Um, I think that's it, y'all. Let me see. Yeah, I mean, that... That is crazy. Um, I was going to see the the outcome because obviously it cut off. Um, we love how they try to start saying he refer to him as, as that because trying to make himself incompetent to stand trial and he was sent to a state hospital and he's still in the mental institution. So that sucks. And that happened all the way back in 2014. This dude is still in a mentalist institution. That just be wild to me, dude. I'm like, that, it just seems wild and unfair. And I can't even imagine being that girl's mother and those poor kids. And I mean, I'm not saying he couldn't have had a mental break, but I'm just like, dude, that just don't even make sense. Like, 
you you had a whole successful life as a singer yada 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 and the fact that you could just be like oh this is who I think I am now and I get to sit in a state hospital it's wild but that shows a privilege of, of who he is as far as if he was some regular dude he'd be just sentenced to prison and they'd throw the book away but Hopefully he never breaks out of the state hospital. I mean, he's been there since 2014. That's crazy. I don't know. But it is my birthday this weekend. So happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to you. Because I did give me some cake, even though I probably won't eat it. Um, I've not been in like an eating. I've been like eating really healthy. And y'all know how that is. And then when you want to decide to pick out, you can't really pick out. So, but I did give me a cake candles because yes I'm gonna make a wish and I'm gonna make a wish for you guys to have an amazing weekend get some rest have some fun on me it's all good is it in yet it's signing off see you guys next week